0: Everyone, it is Papa's basement. I'm John Papa Georgia. We got Eva Criksen with me, co-hosting. Hello. And we have a very special guest for you today, a friend of mine, friend of the show. Uh don't know how he is with Eva, maybe acquaintances. <laughs> but uh you've heard him here before. Mike Sachs, man. He's funny as hell. Welcome, yes. Mike.
1: Thank you so much. Uh actually I wanna this just occurred to me. I was listening to the new Ian Mackay album earlier okay. today. It's called The band is quirky, and it's fantastic. If you like Fugazi and Minor Threat and the Evens and all that, check it out.
0: All the DC music.
1: Got to put that out there because they were a big influence on me.
0: Really? The the punk sensibilities? Like what, the DIY stuff?
1: Yes, put it out for a low price and keep moving. And don't wait for permission. Put it out and uh, put it out yourself. That were was... you
2: were you like a punk teenager back in the day? No, back not at day? all. No, but I, I, I <laughs> He's like
1: Jewish,
0: Eva. Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I did shop at Yesterday and Today Records, where Ian worked and used to shop. But I, I wasn't, more than anything, I mean, I was just a fan of their sensibility. Nice. It was way ahead of its time, pre-internet, where someone, and this was in the 80s and 90s, hard to remember back, but if you were a creative in D.C., it was, you know, the From point A to point B was a big distance. How do you get your work published? How do you get your work produced? Oh, wow. And the fact that they were doing it and showed you could do it and uh, keep doing it and make a career out of it was a big lesson. Yeah, in
2: a city that's not known for its uh, creativity. No, I mean, at
1: that time, the comedy scene was Mark Russell on the Capitol steps. So (laughs) there wasn't much out there.
0: (laughs) this day. To this day. My mom will bring up. You know what? Fuck. Let me track her down for a second. And see if I can get her to talk. <laughs> Maria. About it. Yeah, she's just. Uh, she to hates, talk about what? She capital hates the capital steps. steps. No, no. She's like, Mom,
1: can I can I do the one song I remember? What's what song? is it? I just remember the beginning. Bomb, 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 bomb. bomb, bomb, bomb. I actually remember
0: Our that.
2: Mama, take my How how do you feel about
0: capital steps again?
2: we thought they were funny and i think somebody needs
0: to replace them why okay that's all we we're just recording something oh yeah replace them with a shot to their hands. <laughs> well listen listen my
1: grandparents and my parents i was always being dragged to these shows and they love the capital
2: <laughs> my grandparents did too <laughs> <laughs> always,
1: it's such a DC. Hey, you want to go to Wolf Trap and see the Capitol? Yeah. Trap? Oh my oh, god! I don't
2: actually. I don't. I've been. I, I think I was like six. I was front row center at Capitol Steps because my mom's boss had like inns at Wolf Trap.
1: <laughs> there was always a bad Reagan impersonator. Right? Yes.
0: And for those oh. that didn't grow up here in the eighties, Capitol Steps are just like really bad political humor. Like that's their whole shtick right they're still around
1: oh they're still around yeah they're traveling my father saw them down in florida what yes there's a traveling (laughs) version oh my god
0: is it the same group or is it like a gallagher one gallagher two situation yes it's
1: different they're different basically they're all government workers who do this on the side you know dc's a strange town like i would be um taken to see bluegrass music which i love but every single one of them were government workers and they would do this on the side. That's a very DC thing. So each of these, uh, comedians, uh, were working for the government, you know, just really dry association government jobs. And when they weren't, they would uh, do this, but now they expand it. So they have people who go out, I guess, in the winter months to, uh, you know, appeal to the elderly down in Florida. <laughs> That's amazing. The simple-minded and elders. I shouldn't talk like this. Maybe they're
0: listening. <laughs> God bless. God bless the. They do they hear all? I mean, do they like alter the content depending on which state they're they're shipping out to? I don't know if you would know this, but like if they go to like a real conservative bastion, is it just? Well, what they do is they they attack
1: in quotes both sides equally. So uh-huh. if they would attack um, Trump, they would also make sure to attract biden okay got it it's basically a leno version of political humor where it's not liberal it's not conservative it's just they they feel that it's fair because they go after everyone
2: they um so in um i was big into theater like high school theater in northern virginia dc area and the Capitol steps is one of the big sponsors for the cappy awards which is sort of like the northern virginia tony's (laughs) <laughs> and so they, nice. they have, we had our, um, the ceremonies at the Kennedy center. Um, I got to pre- like, our play was nominated for best play. So I got to perform at the Kennedy center my junior year. Um, like a little snippet from our play and the Capitol steps was our one of their guys was the host he you know the billy crystal and uh yeah. Yeah. he came out and he just had to remind us every 10 seconds that this was sponsored by the Capitol steps
1: well i'm looking on the site right now <laughs> and there's a parody song about atlanta's police chief
0: <laughs> oh jesus oh my
1: and god it's called the the uh, song is called "Roll Out the Daryl." <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm sending you the link right now, John. If you could play some of this on the on the podcast, I <laughs> gonna...
0: <laughs> actually play it afterward. I don't know how to incorporate audio live. I see it right all now right. coming in. The capital steps. We put the mock in all caps in democracy. All right, so like to the tune of "How the Grinch Stole
1: Christmas," "How the
0: Flynn." her <laughs> Oh my god. I, I can't. My mom once a fucking week. Anytime I'm just bitching about the lack of anything in terms of performance, she's like, you know, it's just a shame things are shut down because you could try for those capital steps. It's <laughs> I, I that word. Well, joke. it's like my
1: parents when they were still alive were still, they were still wanted me to get a job with the government <laughs> of course it was yeah they had good um good insurance and you
0: were ne- you were never fired no matter how incredible. yeah and just and just do oh, what yeah. you want on the side
2: yeah yeah and and mikey you could always join the Capitol steps with a good government job
1: you know what i would love to do that and just write about it. that would be pretty amazing actually
0: maybe that could i'm great with that. i <laughs> that, mean that'd be incredible honestly like, that could be your next you know what that wanted... could be
2: your next audio book <laughs>
1: Yes. What I wanted to do, and I pitched this actually to the Washington Post. This was two years ago. I wanted to work for a summer on the Ocean City boardwalk and then write about (laughs) it.
2: Oh, that'd be awesome.
1: And they turned it down. What? They said it was a stunt. They said it's just a stunt. I said, yeah, you're right. It'd be just a stunt. But I started off in retail, so it'd be like going back to my, my roots. Yeah.
0: I mean, and like
1: what, you would just turn in like a weekly article on it or something or... No, it would be one long article for the magazine at the end of the summer. It would be sort of like, you know, something you would read in Harper's or Uh something about some experience on a pleasure cruise or on this or that. (laughs) It would be working and dealing with teenagers and people my age who are now parents and all that sort of thing. I thought it would be interesting, but uh, they didn't go for Ah, it.
0: I say you just do it and put it on TikTok. (laughs) Right. Just a day yeah, by day. I mean,
1: not for the summer, maybe just for a week. Yeah. So. I mean, that would be a long week. <laughs> it, would be, it would
2: be. Would you be like selling hot dogs? Like, what were t shirts? No, I, I was thinking t shirts. T-shirt, got it. T-shirt. Yeah. The,
1: or henna. Yeah. The t
2: shirt that has like the hot bikini clad woman spray painted on it. Yeah. Or just like born to pump. Ocean City. You got crabs? All the big Johnson garb. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That would be amazing, God, and you could do it via like what only fans and patreon like you could get a base and just become the scribe of ocean city sorry i'm i
1: it would be interesting to do it where no one knew who I was, and I was just doing it weekly and just you know anonymously i was I was doing it anonymously, but then again, that would entail working on the boardwalk in ocean city i don't know if i could if I have the strength for that anymore.
2: Well, now you're in an air-conditioned room in Brooklyn, right? Right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's much better.
1: You think that's safer? Yeah,
2: I think that's safer. I think that's much safer. Have you left your apartment at all? Yeah, I
0: mean, how? So it's well, no,
2: but there is a uh, live video feed from Thrashers on
1: Ocean City Boardwalk, which I'm always on. (laughs) It is fascinating. My. So fun to watch. No one's wearing a mask. They're oh, hello! Early in the morning until very late at night, uh, all sorts of trash. I mean, just total trash of all races and creeds and sizes and ages. And <laughs> you know, people driving up in their little
0: scooters and too lazy to even walk up. The, I mean. the. Uh, the- Beach is where I first learned class prejudice. Like, I thought growing up, I wasn't all that rich for the area, and Eva can attest I'm not. (laughs) But when I started going to the beach as a kid, that was the first time I just saw like heavily inked hillbillies and, you know, people of that ilk. And I was like, holy shit, I am legit scared.
1: (laughs) It was like (laughs) creatures of Narnia. I'd never seen this before. Until I then started working in, in retail in Aspen Hill. But until then, it was, it was a real eye-opener because it really does bring it's, – it's very inclusive in the sense that if you are trash, it doesn't matter what you are. That's the place
0: to go. Ocean yeah. City, Maryland. Yeah, it's like making the Hodge. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> making that Maryland Hodge. The Hodge, The
1: Hodge, huh? The so tell so, us
2: about um, what's going on with Passable and Pink.
1: All right. So Passive on Pink was a an audio book I put out, came out through Audible, Audible exclusive, and it starred Gillian Jacobs, Adam Scott. Bob. I mean, she's amazing. Yeah. Bobby and Ray Seahorn, Lorraine Newman, uh, Julie Klausner, Justine Bateman, Judd Nelson, all these people. So that came out and it did well. But I wanted to put it out in book form. I want it to be like a used book you would find on the boardwalk in Ocean City. Awesome. <laughs> so um, I hired a designer and uh, to do the cover. And I also hired a photographer to shoot uh, fake movie stills of the cast and of the fake movies. Yes. So that's a book. So there's all there's '80s. It takes place in 1983. There's 1980s style advertisements. It's in that style of book you would have gotten at B. Dalton at that age, <laughs> and that will be available in a few days, July 1st, and that's on Amazon, Passable and
0: Pink, the book. Oh, awesome! That's amazing. I I always grab everything of yours just so you will keep coming on the show, but also <laughs> I love it.
1: I appreciate that.
0: I uh, I remember downloading and listening to that i actually remember all the jobs i was doing the day that i listened to like the entirety of passable and pink when it came out and yeah i think odenkirk was on the cast too right
1: yeah bob odenkirk played the insane father the that's right yeah. yeah oh god butters around in a uh in an open uh robe bathrobe <laughs> asking in a... all based on the 16 candles yes father. of course
2: <laughs> and uh ray C- uh seahorn like her I could listen to her read the phone book. I know that's like a cliche thing to say, but I love her voice.
1: Best. And she's a Virginia she? girl too. She's from the beach. Yes. I didn't
2: know that.
1: Yes. We're always talking about that. And then she, she lived in DC was working in the DC um, theater uh, group for a while, did a lot of plays. And then for some time she was working at the Kent Mill records in Georgetown. Oh, wow.
0: But but did she get any cappies? <laughs> <laughs> Is she getting
2: <laughs> Cappy Ke- awards. Cappy awards?
1: No, I don't think she had reached her peak at yeah. that, at that Yeah.
2: I I will say I but... did not win the Cappy Award. Oh.
1: <laughs> but I
2: did get to perform at the Kennedy Center, so that's cool.
1: What were the award who hosted the I awards? i Remember Clarkson? his
2: name, but he has since passed away and it was recently. Um and all of, like, the high schoolers that graduated around my time, which was O two, were, like, talking about it. Because he was a nice guy. He was just a dork, you know? Like you said, worked for the government, but did all this capital step stuff. God, did he die yeah. of old
0: age, or did you bully him into it? <laughs> yeah,
2: we finally bullied him because he was such a nerd.
1: <laughs> nerd. <laughs> you know, going back to Ray Seahorn, she is amazing. I love her. Uh, Ed just signed on to do my next one, which takes place in 1990. Yes! Yes. Oh my God. Sort of this like a. World. I'm thinking like Empire Records or. Exactly. It's like sing- singles reality. Yes. Plays. Clerks, Suburbia. It's called Slouchers and takes so... place in Seattle. And <laughs> oh,
2: I like that. But she's going to play
1: Willow Montgomery, the. Um, freshly arrived from the east coast to seattle who arrived just minutes before the nirvana video broke on mtv so she arrived before the rest of them <laughs> and uh, her dream is to be an mtv documentarian like
0: her hero tabitha soren <laughs> yes <laughs> oh god i still remember tabitha soren and then they had a uh, serena outshuler and i jumped ships so quickly
1: uh. oh i don't remember her you know who ta- tabitha soren is married to now she's married Ooh. To uh, Michael Lewis, the famous writer. Really? Okay. Yeah, who, who wrote Liar's Poker and uh, Moneyball and all that. Moneyball. I just played around
0: with that right now, saying <laughs> that I was familiar with Michael Lewis. But <laughs> I do
2: know Moneyball. Um, yes, you do. Do you know Kurt Loder is 75?
1: <laughs>
2: well, he's in the book, too. Is he? He's yes.
1: Never, he's not treated
2: very
0: well in the oh, book, I no. Know. Oh, no. Oh, what, <laughs> What's it's your beef with me, Loder? by the character. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, he's he's treated pretty poorly by Tabitha. But, gee, at 75, I didn't realize he was that old now.
2: I mean, he had to have been... He was like the father of all of us on MTV back then. I would say he was probably like 40, and now he's... I, I He's older than my father. I, I can't believe that.
1: Well, the best thing that I ever saw him involved in, he was involved with that Woodstock 3, I think, when they lit everything on fire. That's right. <laughs> and he was he was there, and he... Looked like he wanted to kill himself. I mean, people, you had to buy water. There was no water. You were under the desert heat. Yeah. And during the Red Hot Chili Peppers set, they lit everything on fire. So he looked just like the most miserable father at some <laughs> sort of <you> know, <laughs> desert fest rock. He looked, go on the YouTube and check that out. It's fantastic.
2: I'm, I'm really glad that Loder is going to make an appearance in sl- Slouchers.
1: Oh, he has He to. has, he has really to. Is. Slouchers, yeah, such have- a great name, by the way. That's amazing. Yeah, and there's all these references to the '90s. Serge Cola, you remember
2: Serge? Yes, oh, in the yeah. in the green. <laughs> in the yes. green,
1: yeah, in the green, and a lot of references to '70s TV shows because all those movies at the time had characters saying, "Hey, what's your favorite Gilligan's Island episode?" Yeah. remember that? <laughs> whether it was Date and Fuse or whether it was Singles or Clerks, every single one of them had that. <laughs> a lot of references to the '70s.
2: Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Can you tell us any more about it?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's finished. Okay. And it's going to be um, uh, published in the fall or winter. And it's going to have, it's, you're going to own a copy that's been previously owned by a student at University of Montgomery County who was taking a pop culture course in 2010 or so. So she has a lot of notations in the book. She doesn't quite understand about 1990s
0: oh fuck mike you do so much i i've had like candid conversations with michael where we're talking about like what i want to do in life and i'll just be like just just do things just go out and yeah. do them and i'm like but i'm fucking lazy mike okay <laughs> that's the problem that's the rub well that's
1: yeah but nothing's stopping i mean that goes back to the diy discord philosophy just do it and move on you know i know people who are still working on the same script and receiving notes 10 years later mm-hmm. you didn't get to writing to do that
0: right <laughs> no. Yeah. no i didn't yeah <laughs> no it's just i i'm always inspired by you like i i legit just wanted to have you on to bullshit about baseball and laughing at people without masks and Then you had passable, like the novelization to promote, and I feel like by the time I have you on again, you'll have something else to promote. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm always impressed by what you do, man. Honestly,
1: well, it's totally anxiety and OCD. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, that really is what it is. It's it's not because I want to get my name out there. It's just because if I don't, I am a fucking disaster. Yeah, you've mentioned
0: the OCD before that uh, you're you had like, isn't it like kind of your ritual? that you would just like put on the Orioles and then write for like several hours at night.
1: Yes. I mean, I, well, the ritual really is to produce and, you know, the rituals before were not um, positive. They were sort of time wasting rituals, <laughs> but if you can harness the energy of OCD yeah. into something positive, I think it's a very powerful thing. It's not easy to do. I mean, it took me years to do that. I was a shut in, and whole, i mean i am mean, right now I'm ticking away like some sort of spaz, but you know I, I still have these ticks I still have these uh anxiety producing uh you know o c d type of symptoms, but I do try to funnel it into if I don't write every day, if I don't produce, then I get nervous so instead of not you know instead of having to touch the doorknob in a certain way or having to count or having to do this or to that, I do try to. Uh, get uncomfortable if I don't produce so I I, in that way I
0: force myself to be creative every that's incredible (laughs) they need to interview you and like have you I don't know teach like fat people with OCD to channel it into the gym
1: (laughs) (laughs) well I was telling you earlier Good Morning America got in touch with me they have a thriving Thursday or Thursday's Thrivers on their website Uh with (laughs) with robin have you, you know robin oh i know Henry. robin, robin. <laughs> yeah. yeah see they mentioned to me they kept saying robin this robin that she'll interview them. and i kept thinking who the hell's robin and i said <laughs> well the producer and she goes no robin is so and so like she was oprah winfrey or something i said oh okay so then i asked some friends like so you know who robin is in good morning it's like yeah we know who robin is she's uh, she's a she's a name she's she's an out there she, she's out there she's famous
2: But meanwhile, her name is Robin Roberts. Robin Roberts, yes. I was about to say Robin Quivers, and I knew that was wrong, so I didn't say it. Oh, for God's sake, if it was Robin Quivers, I'd be there in a (laughs) (laughs) second.
1: But anyway, I'm leaning towards saying saying no to this. I I, I don't like cameras on me. Like, audio, I'm fine. But this would entail them following me around for the day, interviewing my daughter, interviewing family members, going back, looking at photos talking to relatives talking to experts it's like, good morning america
0: wants to put cameras on you well it's for the
1: website it's, it's digital only called thursday thriver and you don't I... want
2: to you don't want to do it yeah no come
1: on but what would I gain from that? I mean, besides seeing my ugly mug on the TV, like what do you think? Good Morning America people are going to want to buy Passable in pink? They'd be. I mean, it offended. might be even like one
0: or two percent, but it represents like no one's going to cancel their orders because they see your face. I don't know about that. I, mean, I, I can see them going on
1: Twitter and just think, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I mean, who am I to go on a show like that? I bet that, that is just. That's just too mainstream, I think. I Mm -hmm. I don't think they'd be interested.
2: I think the interviewing family members sort of... I mean, sort of gets a little weird. Like, what would your daughter... Would she be into that?
1: Uh, Oh, she'd love it. Yeah, she would love it. it, Right. what I want her to do, I I don't know
2: about that. And the fact
1: of the matter is, my family doesn't really know about this. I never told my parents when I was a kid. They both recently died, so you can't talk to them about it. And the other relatives... They don't know from it. You know, they suffer from it too. I, I I'm pretty sure, but they're not going to know
0: anything about what I've been through.
2: Right. Maybe I don't know, maybe man. you I, could help. Maybe it maybe it would help yeah, someone.
0: Like I mean, I I had bad OCD as a kid and I just like washed my hands till they cracked and literally like jerked off with pine salt because I didn't want to <laughs> get AIDS. So <laughs> <laughs> You well you didn't get AIDS. No, so I didn't. Well. But uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Just the just the herb? Look like that. <laughs> What what's that? Just the herb. What I said.
0: Does, <laughs> does your penis look okay now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It well, you know, as well it was going to. Uh, like I a couple times did that. Yeah, because I thought I got something on it, and then it would just cause it to like look sunburned a couple days later. Feel. <laughs> what did you um, think you got on? it? I So uh, this was kind of triggered in sixth grade when I was swimming in a public pool and thought I had picked up like a used condom in the pool, which in retrospect was like clearly just like a piece of snorkel, like a mouth seal on a snorkel. But I was so stupid at the time that I thought that this was like... You thought
2: condoms were plastic?
0: I thought that was like the base of a condom, yeah. (laughs) The base. base. Just the base. But that might have been enough to expose me. So... I, you know, this was at the height of, like, Magic Johnson and them beating into our heads the whole, like, AIDS thing. And so I suddenly started thinking, like, I could get it from, like, doorknobs in my school and shit like that. So, yeah. And you didn't tell your parents? I eventually did. They didn't really know how to treat it, though. I mean, it, it's just, like, I would walk around. Well, that like, was, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I would just. It was too new. And my I, mom, yeah, has like a numbers thing and shit like that. But it certainly, there wasn't the the compulsion that I would have of like, again, just washing my hands over and over, which right now, given the COVID thing has served me incredibly well because I'm like, watch me open a door with just my elbows and I, <laughs> I've had years of practice. Right. But you know, what? everyone's
1: doing that. Yeah, yeah exactly. That is, yeah. Just,
2: that's, that's right. true. That's true. What's it like in New York? Are people just being idiots about it? Or are they being cool?
1: no no they're not good. i mean it they've taken it seriously good. and because they saw what it what it did and what it produced awesome. and that's what i didn't understand i mean i would go onto facebook and see friends from like carolina talking about not wearing masks and this and that And i just thought you wait i mean because this is exactly we were like that when we first heard it from italy we we, we didn't quite believe it was, it was as bad as they were saying it was good
2: yeah
1: and then it came over here and it was bad you know everyone knows someone who died i have at least two people I know who died mm-hmm. and um, it's, it's a real it's a real thing so people are taking it seriously here I mean they are masks I mean to the point where if you go out without a mask you get looks and sometimes comments yeah
2: good good yeah we um yeah. me and my parents in April drove to New Orleans and we had to like you know stop and we wore our, full PPE. We'd stop in Alabama, say at like a rest stop, you know, and we wore a full PPE, had gloves, had everything. And I I feel like the more South you go, maybe the more like macho, I want to use that word people get. Yeah. And, you know, and they, they don't need no masks. They don't need no gloves, blah, 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 blah. blah. And, and now they're, they're fucked. Like South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, Florida, uh, freaking Louisiana, everything's, I don't know.
1: It's very bad. Yeah.
2: I mean, well, they were all hanging on to the Sweden
1: example. Like, hey, Sweden's doing it, and it's not bad. Well, Sweden turned out terrible. Yeah. And now their areas are turning out terrible. But driving is, is interesting. Everyone's saying, I don't want to fly, I don't want to fly. But when you drive, you have to get gas, you have to use the right. bathroom, you have to get food. So it, in some ways, it's even more difficult to keep yourself safe. I agree. That's why I bought horses. <laughs> Horses, <laughs> horses that You cl- headed ocean? <laughs> you headed ocean steady Yep. <laughs> With a tin
2: star on my chest. I would, I would pay to see you on a horse. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: on Route 50, on a horse, yeah. I would pay
2: to see you. Howdy, ma'am. Go around. <laughs> I would. It'd be a Clydesdale. <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> One of the Budweiser ponies.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I pay
1: anything to. see I would
2: too. I, I <laughs> that would make me so happy to see John Papa Giorgio on a horse.
1: It's like Dukakis <laughs> in the tank with a <laughs>
2: helmet on. <laughs> ah, a tiny little
0: man in a big mount. This it. Would be great. <laughs> well, uh, Mike. I mean, how how are you doing without the Orioles, man? Like, I know that's a huge part of every summer for you. No. It's,
1: um, I just have no time for TV anymore. You know, I don't like watching most things. I really just like watching movies and, you know, great shows like Better Call Saul <laughs> and and baseball and baseball is gone. Mm. So I'm kind of at a loss now. So I'm mostly, I just retreated into my room like a Howard Hughes character with <laughs> Kleenex boxes on my feet. Yeah. And, and the piss jars. <laughs> yeah. And Mormon's taking care of all my needs and just right. You know? So I, I a lot. I will say that. But I, I do miss it. However, they are coming back, which I am thrilled about.
0: And what are the details on that? Like, what is the curtailed season again? 60 games. Oh, it's something. The, Shit.
1: the question is going to be how much will MLB baseball charge for those 60 games? Because typically for the year... It's about a hundred bucks, which is very reasonable mm-hmm. for 166 games and then postseason. Yeah, but I don't know how much they'll charge for this. But it it is funny. I mean, you know, the Orioles stink; they lose every game. But there's something <laughs> very comforting about it. <laughs> you know, just like
0: seeing that stadium is very comforting. And,
2: and here yeah, I, mean, I love stadium. Camden Yards. Well,
0: especially oh, so if you're writing, you're you're not getting distracted by home runs or people in the stands.
2: <laughs> or any, you know or what? anything celebratory. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Those fans have been social distancing for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it really is true. It's a very calm thing. There's no excitement and it's 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 like um white noise or Japanese mm-hmm. ambient music. <laughs> but I I do miss it and um I'm hoping that it uh you know, once it comes back, I can then get into the routine of uh,
0: watching them lose every night. <laughs> Before I let you go, I just, so I have this measuring stick with which to beat myself. How many hours a day are you writing?
1: Oh, God. Well, I mean, you're, well, either writing or researching or editing, I would say at least seven. Wow. Six. Good for you. Oh, my God. How many are you? I mean, you, you do, I know you produce a lot, you do this, you do other things.
0: Yeah, I mean, realistically, two or three a day, I'm I'm starting to creep up there. I actually got on a Adderall. Like, I started treating my attention deficit disorder for the first oh, time cool. in, like, 20 years. And, uh, yeah, shocker, I've been more productive on that.
1: Yeah. And, and how is it affecting you?
0: Uh, I mean, like, the first few days, I just, like would hyper focus on looking at like video games and porn. But once I <laughs> got out of that rut, I, I found myself just not wanting to distract myself 24 seven. And it's like, they're almost like I call them like adulthood pills. Like I suddenly had a voice in my head that was like, you can do that after you do what you have to do. Right. And suddenly I found myself, yeah, writing a little every morning and exercising some more and then writing again in the day and things like that. I mean, great. So there fucking you go. Seven hours, but yeah, it's, that's fantastic. It's getting there. Yeah, good for you. So what I'm saying is maybe with crystal meth, I'll have a book.
2: Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe, <laughs> maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> very least I'll have crystal meth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so are you living with your mom now?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I am. I was honestly, uh, march 14th i was supposed to start doing ucb classes again and i think i'd talk to you about that and i was going to be in new york on weekends and probably was going to like just stay up there for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks here and there and ucb shut down march 13th <laughs> because of uh, oh my- the covid stuff so i mean i'll be honest like right now i'm more than happy to be here. Like, I don't have to worry about money stuff. I'm more than able to contribute to the house with what I do bring in. And, like, I don't know, man. The burbs are pretty bitching right now. Like, fuck
1: I'm this. telling you, man. I, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people I know are moving out of
0: New York. Yeah. I've,
2: I've heard about that. People are retreating to Connecticut and 000, Jersey. Wow.
0: I mean, like, think about yeah. it. Everything that I would want to do in the city in terms of arts and culture is shut down. I mm-hmm. wouldn't feel comfortable getting on the subway, being packed in like that. Uh, you guys are apparently listening to artillery fire from, like, yeah, every... 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. What the fuck is that?
1: I don't know. But I'll, I'll say this. I love the suburbs. I really do. And I think there's a lot to be said for not having to see a homeless man taking a shit on the G <laughs> train. <right?
2: laughs> every morning. I miss New York. <laughs>
1: I mean come on man <laughs> there is something to be said the suburbs have a bad reputation they are lovely they are
0: I mean if you have a like someone like you who has a such a sense of purpose and direction it's why the fuck it's fine you can create anywhere as as you've said a million times to me when I would you know well I'll tell you one reason the one reason is I have a child who is going to school yeah, but yeah.
1: it's yep the minute she goes to college if there is college at that point I'm out of here
2: yeah it's it's you can you can do what you do anywhere anywhere you want
1: um yeah right exactly which you know when i first got into writing i thought that i was going to be a loser and without money and that's all true but i (laughs) can do it anywhere
2: (laughs) you know all my friends
1: are going to business school law school this and that and they became lawyers but they have to go into the city i don't have to do that right like i i cannot leave the room and it's just fantastic
0: what are you doing to stay sane with the kid around all the time? Like, are you teaching her the boomerang in case it's Mad Max law in a couple of years? <laughs> 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 with a razor. The
1: yeah. uh, w- no, she's uh, actually quite busy. She's 11 now. So she's really into art. She made herself some Play-Doh this morning and she's working on Legos now. And she's sending me, she's my, she wants to be a teacher, a third grade teacher. So awesome. she's been Zooming with me um, throughout the last few months, these um, right uh, not write, just writing math history assignments that she'll give me uh, and then grading them. So I'm busy. With <laughs> that is Isn't so that she, awesome. Like, at, at the boy, I was just like a feral monkey running around hitting shit. She's sending me assignments on Zoom and making <laughs> making me cakes. She made me a blueberry cake the other day. Girls are the best. Yeah. Jesus oh, absolutely.
0: All right, fine. I want a kid now. Yeah, you win. <laughs> <laughs> you had me Why at cake. Aren't <laughs> you dating? Them? No, man. I, I just live at home and write and play with my cats. Why wouldn't you be on Zoom? It's the easiest thing to date now. It's so
1: cheap, and you don't have to give a night to it. That's true.
2: People are Zoom dating. I've, I've heard All about right. this now. Now well. I want
0: to date. I want kids and I want dating. Thanks, man.
2: Aww. Yeah.
0: Took you five yeah. seconds to fix me. <laughs>
2: I've been trying for years. I
1: think you have a lot to offer, sir. And don't you talk bad about yourself. Aww. I
0: think John needs to pamper John.
2: <laughs> you need some self-care, young man.
0: Sorry, I'm going to have that line in your voice bouncing around my head all day now. John needs Good. to pamper John. I hope it haunts you. As I eat pudding on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just make
1: pudding. I eat pudding on the toilet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man mike i thank you buddy for joining us man we always oh love anytime you. I, I love you guys i love northern virginia i miss it
2: oh uh,
1: i can't i can't wait to spread the good word and in, in the meantime please check out that live cam about thrashers i'm watching it right now it's fascinating
0: i'm going to add both uh you email or you texted me both the the thrashers cam and the capital steps
2: <laughs> links <laughs> I will be including. Well, what I'm looking at right
1: now is there's two, four, six, eight people line. Two people are kissing, no ten people, and not one is wearing a mask.
2: No, oh, amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> Maryland Memories, baby. I, I can't take it. Thrashers in Ocean City. I fucking I can't
0: the no mask thing just sets me the fuck <laughs> off.
1: But all right. Did you ever go to a big big pecker's bar and grill in Ocean City? I have no, a... no. <laughs> How about the bearded clam? Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the bearded
0: clam. Mike, if they want to get a hold of you via Twitter and Instagram, I, Instagram, you still post so much cool shit, and I wanted you to turn that into like a YouTube series or TikTok or whatever. Yeah. Which you still need to do. But Mike has yeah. all sorts of Mike, books and albums. Mike B. Sachs, Sacks, S A C K S. Yeah. Uh, that's on that's on Instagram and
1: Twitter. I'm done kind of done with Twitter. Have you have you noticed it's gotten really negative?
0: Yeah, I mean I just like mute pretty much anyone I don't want to hear from. It's but it, yeah, it's terribly negative. It's just like these little mobs that pop up to, you know, quote unquote cancel people and I mean, some of these people are human garbage, but some of them just have like a single misstep in the, you know, the eyes of whatever the arbiters of today are. And then
1: it It doesn't take much.
0: Yeah, it really
1: doesn't. I I am on it on Michael B. Sachs. All
0: right. I mean, I I, both of your social media accounts are great.
1: Oh, thank you. And then, of course, the book is out July 1st.
0: Passable in Pink.
1: On Amazon. On the Amazon. Amazon.
0: Making Bezos those bucks.
1: Yep. Hard copy only, no digital.
0: Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Keep it a pure. Fuck it. I'm ordering mine once we hang up. Do you have an <laughs> affiliate link so I can get you a couple? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Uh, text me I mean... the affiliate link as well, and I will...
1: No, I don't know what that means. I'll just send you the link to Amazon.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, you can make like <laughs> a link where people buying it click through, and you get like a kickback. In addition to yeah. what you get for selling your books, yeah,
1: Papa ain't greatest. All right, what are you doing? You putting stuff on your penis? <laughs> what the hell is that? I thought you couldn't hear. It. Good God! It's like industrial size. What was that? All right, I'll leave you two to yourselves. Thank you, guys. Later, bud. Bye. bye All thank right. you. Take- All right.